The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Yes, that's right. Regina Doherty, the Fine Gael Senator, and Mick Barry, the Socialist TD for Cork North Central, are both uh, back with me to try to find some common ground this week on the issue of smoking. Our reporter Elaine Smith has been out and about in the streets of Cork asking whether smoking should be banned. Smoking, I think maybe, yeah. Maybe not vaping. <laughs> then afterwards, maybe in the future, you can get rid of vaping then. Maybe just do it that <laughs> way. I don't know, but like smoking first, I think. Yeah, I think vaping, a bit better, but smoking, I think, should be. Like, it's easier to get vapes than it is to get cigarettes oh, yeah. in the shop yeah, anyways. Yeah. So, like, they maybe... They sell them to everyone. Yeah, so maybe they actually should, like, be stricter on the vaping. I don't know, yeah. No, I think smoking should be up to people's decisions because at the end of the day, it's their own person's choice if they want to go through with smoking or not. I think vaping should be an alternative for smoking. I don't think va- people should be picking up vaping for the fun of it. Do you think smoking should be banned? All of it, immediately. I think for health purposes and, you know, general day living, like it's, it's a bit of a problem, I think. So when we get rid of it, the better. No, I don't. Um, I am a former smoker and I'm really, really, really anti-tobacco, but I do think it should be people's own choice whether they get to smoke or not. I think vaping is every bit, if not more dangerous than cigarette smoking. Um, all of the research coming out is saying that there's popcorn lung and things like that, and I think it's really, really dangerous that that might be encouraged to young people instead of tobacco. I think it's the people's own decision. It is up to themselves if they want to smoke or not. Of course, smoking has many negative externalities I don't think that the government really has the right to intervene in people's life. All right. Uh, the views of people on the streets of Cork speaking to Elaine Smith, Regina Doherty. Should we ban smoking outright? Um, I think yes for anybody um, under the age of 18 today. I love the idea of the new legislation in New Zealand that took a particular year, 2008. Um, and anybody that was born 2008 or after um, will not be allowed by cigarettes legally um, or vapes anywhere in New Zealand. I think it's a really, really good idea, particularly when you look and your Vox Pac is really interesting and it just confirms some of the stuff that I spoke to my own kids about over the weekend. Um, vaping in this country, first of all, I have to say I'm kind of embarrassed about the lack of action from the government because it is as dangerous and does cause the same outcomes but isn't perceived particularly by young women um, as anything wrong at all. It can get it in every flavour under the sunshine. It doesn't have the smell that you'd get off a box of John Player Blue or whatever else that people are smoking these days. So they don't realise, number one, the health um, difficulties that will arise if they keep doing it you know, for, for many years to come exactly the same way um, as we do with smoking. So I love the idea of New Zealand banned from 2008 onwards, drastically reduce the outlets that you can buy either tobacco, um, cigarettes uh, and vapes in this country because right now at the moment, first of all, you can buy tobacco anywhere, petrol stations, literally anywhere. But actually more seriously for me is is that when you walk into a supermarket or a shop, you literally see vapes sitting in all of their lovely different flavours and colours mm. right in front of you. So we haven't even got around to banning you know, the, the visibility of those yet or the advertising about them. So I would um, agree with some of the people, you know, People choose to smoke in the beginning for a variety of different reasons, choose to vape. When you're addicted, it's really, really hard. And I can say this as a former smoker, and thankfully it's, it's donkey's years ago, but it took me donkey's years to stop smoking because it's so bloody hard. And so I don't think people ever realise, you know, how difficult it is for somebody to give up. And we should be helping those who want to, um, not stigmatising those that continue to do so, but be mindful of the cost, you know, on the healthcare system, of how the billions it costs, you know, mm-hmm. over the years. Um, and I really think that we're too slow to the mark to react to how much vaping has gripped our younger community in the last number of years. Mick Barry, should we do what New Zealand have done, as Regina suggests, and effectively ban smoking for 
kids, today's kids, when they become adults? No, I wouldn't be in favour of a ban, uh, but I am coming at this from a very strongly anti-smoking uh, position. And I would, I would hold the same view in relation to vapes as well, to be honest. Uh, four and a half thousand people die this country every year as a result of smoking-related illnesses. Uh, 44,000 are hospitalised. My own parents, who were born in the year 1925 and were probably hit 20 when, you know, on the big screen you saw Humphrey Bogart and Laura and Bacall and it was sexy, etc., etc., um, died of smoking-related illnesses. So I'm strongly anti-smoking. But um, having looked at and attempted to study the situation with drugs more generally around the world, I'm strongly of the opinion that prohibition does not work. Uh, that the war on drugs does not work. And what you need is you need education uh, and you need uh, to give people help. And that's what is not happening in this country. People who want to get off smoking are not getting the help from the state that they need. Um, I won't ream off a load of statistics, but I'll give you two. The state spends 1% of the tax take on tobacco sales on anti-smoking measures. And smoking cost the state last year uh, 1.65 billion euro, 140 times more than the sum that was spent mm. on anti-smoking measures. So I think we'd be far better off putting those measures in place than like, trying a, a, a rerun of prohibition. Like what supports? Give me an example of what you'd like to see the state spend their money on that they're not doing at the moment. Uh, well, patches would be one obvious way. And I suppose you could run it right up to uh, counselling uh, to help people. Uh, with it. I don't know whether hypnotherapy is an assist or not. I've never gone down that road, but whatever counselling mm. uh, measures along with uh, patches and other anti-smoking and, measures. And, and just before I go back to Regina, the fear about prohibition is what? Is that we'd have a repeat of the situation that you have with drugs that people would still smoke anyway? Is that it? Yeah, I, th I think uh, the demand would still be there among your 18-year-olds, your 21-year-olds, your 25-year-olds, etc., uh, and that if it's, you know, impossible to procure uh, legally, uh, it'll be supplied through a black market and it'll be done illegally, given uh, a foothold to gangsters and criminals within society and potentially uh, a lot more unregulated than would be the case if you had regulation. Regina. I, I know, like what Mick is saying, and actually, we were talking about our parents before we came in. And my dad is of a generation a little bit, little bit younger than Mick's parents would have been. But when my father was a child, like my nanny would have given him a woodbine for doing something that, you know, who was good. We had a did a chores. So. so that kind of whole generation of people who would today be in their 80s or their 90s, they didn't know the difficulties that their health, you know, would come if they mm. continued to do so. Today, we do know. Now, actually, I'm not sure I agree with Mick with regard to the lack of you know, uh, assistance from the HSE. The Help to Quit uh, smoking campaign gets kicked out uh, on a continuous basis, but particularly in January and in Lent and, you know, in other, during other times of the year. He is right in so far as that maybe we should be doing more. Maybe we should be giving people the little mints or the, the patches and stuff like that. But to my mind, what we should be doing is ensuring that we don't have the next generation of smokers. Um, and we really, really need to move right now on vapes and making sure that we have the same restrictions and regulations as we do have on smoking. But I really would love to see us go further and I, I'm sorry if that makes me sound like, you know, I'm a, a bit of a nanny head on me. Um, I have two lovely daughters at home and I spoke to them and their friends over the weekend. They don't see anything wrong with vaping. They really don't. They mm -hmm. have, they comes and I'm, I'm even surprised at the flavours it comes in. And it doesn't have that smell that, you know, young women would abhor 
on their hair or their clothes if they were smoking cigarettes as opposed to this pink and blue and, and lemon and melon things. You know, they don't realise that there's any harm because should these taste lovely yeah. and but you know. what, 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 what though do you say to Mick's point that if you do ban it for that younger generation as they go up they're going to smoke anyway but they'll just be buying cigarettes of gangsters so that, that's not necessarily true so it is true to a small extent by the same token that you know you have a, a section of the generation of younger people smoking um, hash or weed at the weekend is tiny in comparison to people that are walking into Super Value or Centra or you know Spar and buying their vapes because they can do so legally and you know is. buying at the back of Tesco or at the back of the community centre is not quite the same as just walking in and buying a, a peach melon elf bar or whatever they're called. So I really think that first of all we need an educational programme to our younger generation that vaping is just as bad. Mm. Yeah, just because it doesn't have rat poison in it and it doesn't smell doesn't mean it doesn't have the same impacts on your health. But yeah. also I, I would really love to see something as draconian as happen, as is happening in New Zealand. Drastically reduce the outlets, have no visibility, no promotion major healthcare advice uh, available to people um, and stop our younger generation okay. starting from smoking. Uh, so Mick, listen, no common ground on the issue of banning smoking for the younger generation, but just on vaping, would you be in agreement with Regina that, that there's kind of a generation of people who are lulled into a false sense of health security? Yes, I would. I think that is uh, definitely a feature and anyone who's in and around young people and listening and have their eyes open will know that that is the case. Uh, there's not been as much research done on vaping as there has been on cigarettes. They they haven't been around for as long. Mm. But all the early indications that I see, I'm not an expert, but any, any early indications that I see uh, indicate that there are real and significant uh, health dangers here. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm anti-smoking and I'm anti-vaping as well. There's big money being made yeah. out of this uh, industry and you can't have this And buy cigarette companies. The yeah. old cigarette companies are loading money into the vaping Absolutely. companies. Absolutely. <laughs> they, they, there's this idea out there that the cigarette companies have been marginalised and they're probably scraping a few bob together now because of all the... the those, poor, those poor souls yeah. at Philip Morris. Exactly. <laughs> Again, not to go over the top with stats, but in 2018, the top six cigarette companies in the world more than 55 billion US dollars in their profits. And globally, for every euro they invest, they're getting one euro 46 back. I mean, that's more than landlords are getting in this country. It's but that's why they're good. so clever. And so, like, because of the vast amount of profits that they make and the fact that people were waking up or cottoning on to the fact that cigarettes are not a healthy environment or, or activity for people to be doing. And we were drastically reducing the numbers, albeit not in the countries that I told you I was Googling earlier on, which really surprised me. But they've become insidious. So as to dupe the next generation as to this is perfectly normal. Mm. And it's a great way for those who want to give up smoking, you can give it up using this. But those who want to start, this is perfectly good. It's peach. You know, it's peachy, it's it's clue, it's cool, it's clean. It's it's a bit like when we had fat frogs and you know all those funny drinks that you had in the eighties and the nineties that were laced with gin and vodka and Bacardi, but just because they looked funky, you know, it kind of belied the health yeah. benefits. So I really think we need to give the information to our young people um, that are already caught in that trap. But I would love to see us stopping the next generation from getting into a situation where we have to try and encourage them to get out of it. The question is how you do it. I mean, you said there that there's. The, the number of young people who are trotting down to the local supermarket and, you know, getting a vape uh, is, it seemed to me you were indicating, is massively higher than the number of people who are, you know, meeting someone down the street corner and, 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 and getting up uh, their hash for the weekend or whatever. I, I, I don't think that's the case. I mean, it may be greater, it may be lesser, I'm not sure. I wouldn't think there's a whole hell of a difference between it. If... if, if if, if you want to get your hands on a product uh, and your friends want to get their hands on a product, 
um, you know, in nine cases out of ten, seven cases out of ten, you're going to get your hands on it illegally. I'm demand just, uh, demand I, I, will find supply. Yeah. Well, I, I, and you're right, that's true. But what I'm saying is, is that we've made this so easy for young people um, to just walk into a shop and pay eight ninety five or whatever it happens to be, um, as opposed to having to go to the back of somewhere well, and you, find you something. Know the price, the flavors, and everything. I, I went and did my you. research over the weekend <laughs> no, just to find out. But I, I did talk to my kids and the amount yeah. of their friends that do vape because they're suffering from anxiety at the moment, and it's just to get me up. But like they don't see any harm in it, yeah. and that's wrong. That's our fault. That's parents in the state's fault for not letting them know that it is just as harmful even if it tastes mm. melony and lovely it's just as harmful to their health 53106 maybe see with your own kids are they vaping do they see nothing wrong with it uh, would you agree that we should follow the lead of New Zealand and ban any nicotine product be it cigarette or vape uh, for anybody who is currently under the age of 18 the adults of tomorrow Regina Doherty Finnegan Senator Mick Barry Socialist TD for Cork North Central thank you both as always the Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from 4 on News Talk.